Welcome to It's the Human Experience Podcast, hosted by Hazel Brown. A healthcare leader, wife, mom, and career coach. If you're big on authenticity, personal development, perseverance, and transparency, you're in the right place. Join Hazel each week as she shares stories and drops some gems or talks to successful professionals and business owners who've agreed to share the parts of success that typically gets X'd out on social media because that's the part you need to see and hear. The process. The process. Go ahead and subscribe. You don't want to miss out on these transparent stories and discussions that reveal highs, lows, aha moments, and nuggets that will help you to grow and glow. You heard what he said. Be sure to follow us, subscribe, rate our episode after listening to it. You are now tuned in to the It's the Human Experience podcast. I just love the way that sounds. Today, we're talking all things emotional intelligence, the impact on your personal development, your life, your career, your business, relationship, all the things. I'm going to go ahead and jump into it. I I don't do a lot of fluff. We're jumping right into the nitty gritty. Let's go. I'm sure you've heard the saying, things happen. It's not about what happens to you. It's about how you react to it. And that's really the just of emotional intelligence at a high level. It's making sure that from a definition standpoint, you understand your ability to identify, perceive, or evaluate situations, your ability to express, control, and manage your emotions in terms of how you respond to things is what defines what level you're at in terms of having a great EQ, kind of similar to IQ and emotional intelligence. And so with that, we're going to jump into the five categories for emotional intelligence. The first one is self-awareness. Self-awareness is really focused on how aware you are of your emotions, what triggers you, what typically makes you react, You're really aware of your trauma. You're aware of things that really kick and tee you off. You're able to create boundaries for yourself to put yourself in appropriate situations or to avoid certain situations due to you having that level of self-awareness, right? And so your ability to identify, describe your feelings. And when I say describe feelings, I'm talking using words to describe how you're feeling in that moment. Like I am feeling hurt. This situation makes me feel like a previous situation and I don't like that. And why don't I like that? You're able to really get into the know of what you're feeling. You're not just using words like I'm upset, angry. You're using words that really describe what it is you're feeling in that moment. I'm feeling not protected. I'm feeling vulnerable in a bad way, right? In the sense that From a security standpoint, we talked about what Maslow's hierarchy of needs last episode in episode four. Tune in if you haven't listened to it already. You're really making sure that you focus on your ability to describe how you're feeling by using words so that you can better understand what's really going on internally, right? You're aware of your strengths. You're aware of your limitations. And with those strengths and limitations, that's what's helping you to identify like those boundaries so that you can be able to Make sure that you're showing up as your best self and you're making connections between your feelings and your behaviors. 
one way that you can help to be more mindful and aware of yourself, so self-awareness, is to journal. You want to be more mindful and present with how you're feeling. And for me, journaling has been a thing that was very valuable, both when I was younger and in high school, as well as in college, and even as I got older from time to time. I definitely was more of a strickler with journaling when I was younger, but I do. I remember having a Dear God journal where I would say things like, God, what the hell has happened? Like, why didn't this work out the way I expect? I'm completely bothered by X, Y, Z. The way that this person didn't show up for me or the way that this person responded was above or below my needs. And so I was able to then reflect on what I wrote because I write fluidly, right? You're putting pen to paper. You're not thinking. You're just letting your internal thoughts flow on paper. And that helped me to look back at it, reflect and read it over and say, wow, this is how I'm feeling right now. This is why I was upset in that moment, in that situation or what have you. And so that's why I recommend pen to paper all the time, because you want to be one with your feelings. Of course, therapy is great. Of course, making sure that you're around positive people is great and all the things and people that are going to be honest with you. That's wonderful. But being one with yourself is definitely key in terms of understanding who you are. Because the goal is to make sure that we're always growing. And in order for us to always grow and get better and stronger and be more one with who we are authentically, we have to spend some time getting to know ourselves. And that is why self-awareness is so important. Moving on, the next piece that's important in terms of some of the main categories around EQ is self-management or regulation. It's your ability to identify your emotions, right? how you manage your feelings, taking that time to step back, right? Give yourself a moment. When you did that, what came up for you? How are you feeling? And then now how do you react? Like my younger self, like, listen, uh -uh, I'm mad. You said something wrong about me. I need to have some self-correction and I'm correcting you. That's the self-correction we're doing. We're not correcting ourselves. I'm going to get you right. You're going to know that that's not true about me. The evolved version of me, minus my husband, I still have to go back and forth with him. But aside from my husband, I'm not doing a debate. This is, I'm not on the debate team. We're not going back and forth. There will be none of that. You can decide to think what you decide to think. I show up authentically as myself. And so I'm not going to go through an emotional battle with you. So from a self-regulation standpoint, I am very clear about what's important to me and what's not. And so your reaction is something you have to work on when you think about self-regulation and your ability to manage your emotions in work situations, in all situations. Things that have worked for me over the years as I've grown is my ability to understand that I shouldn't take things personal. 90% of the times, it is not you. It is whatever that person's going through, whatever triggers they have that's showing up. And so you shouldn't think so highly of yourself that you feel like the reason someone's acting funny is because they don't like you. It's because of something you did. It's because of you. People have bigger fish to fry other than you. Okay, honey? Sometimes people don't even have fish to eat, let alone fish to, <laughs> fish to be worried about you. Listen, you have to make sure that you remember that just like you're going through problems, child, other people are going through problems too. You have to understand that solutions to managing yourself, right? And having that ability to self-regulate 
comes with being able to take a moment of silence, channel your emotions, recognize the kind of emotion you're feeling. Are you hurt? Are you angry? Are you sad? Are you confused? You self-care to get to a positive place so that you can learn how to be happy, so you can learn how to look on the bright side of things. And like my thing is, ask yourself, I'm always asking myself this, did it kill me? Am I dead? If not, honey, you got to keep going. And you can't be so reactive to temporary feelings and temporary moments. That has been one of the biggest learning curves for me is realizing that oftentimes the situation that is in front of you is temporary. It is a moment. Like don't make a temporary situation become a permanent problem in your life because of how you've decided to respond to it. It is a choice. The way you show up in the world every day is your choice because if you are a grown man or woman, you have the ability to personally develop, to elevate your emotional intelligence, to work on finding happiness for you, to work on making sure your needs are met so that you can be able to show up in the world as someone that loves being here because you're blessed to have another day. It takes work. Some days I am in a healthy mental space. And when I say some days, honestly, if we're looking at a 30-day month, maybe about 28 days out of a 30-day month, I'm pretty okay. Two days out of that, I may be ripping and tearing in my brain to where I'm like, oh my God, I just cannot. We sleeping today. We're not doing this. This person is just all my nerves. I need more help. I need this. Listen, scarcity mindset all day long. It comes back. So it's a continuous work that has to be done for you to continue to grow. It is not a one and done. It is not a set it and forget it. Like none of that is going to happen in order to personally develop, to work on your emotional intelligence, to work on becoming the best version of yourself. That is an everyday process. If you stop going to the gym tomorrow, just give you a different way of looking at it. Over time, you continue to eat the wrong things. You never go to the gym again after six months. Guess what? The new person that you're going to see in the mirror is not the person that has done all this work to develop the muscles, the discipline, and the mindset. The old version or worse is here like, hello, how you doing? It's not set it and forget it. And I need you to remember that you have to work on these things every day. Moving right along, something else that becomes very important is just your overall social awareness. That is third category that I'm going to talk about. It's your ability to read the room. I talk to my youngest daughter about this all the time. She'll come in. I could just not be in the mood and she'll start doing a TikTok dance. And I'm like, girl, you can't read the room or you would care less about what the room has going on because we need to see this TikTok dance. Listen, you have to make sure that you have the ability to listen, active listening, being able to be empathetic, being able to not take things personally. Again, it's so important. Making sure that you understand that other people are moving through different things. And so being socially aware is going to help you build connections. It's going to make you just a better, well-rounded person. And it's just so important in the way that we interact with others because that creates an overall sense of higher EQ because you're aware, that awareness of other people. So that social awareness becomes a big component of your overall emotional intelligence. We might as well jump into the fourth category, and that is relationship management. That empath piece is going to be really important in terms of how you 
listen, understand, and put yourself in other people's shoes. And then you are able to understand, like, what are you truly upset about? And are you surrounding yourself with positive people? Do you refrain from negative thoughts? Are you just poor at creating relationships? Let's be real. Like a problem for you is continuously have the same issue of relationships not working out is for you to understand that your ability to manage your feelings, to not take things so personally, to not get yourself in a positive space to where you're happy to be here, that is truly going to impact your relationships and your overall well-being, let alone emotional intelligence. So your ability to have a difficult time expressing yourself and using clean, clear words to describe how you're feeling, that really determines whether or not you have a great emotional intelligence. Like you have to be able to say that, you know, I don't want to do X, Y, Z because I'm scared. If you don't actively share how you're feeling with whoever you're around from a relationship management standpoint, they can't necessarily support you to know that you're triggered. So that's why it becomes very important for you to be able to understand what you're feeling from a self-awareness perspective and then to be able to express it through communication to those that you're in relationships with, friendship, marriage, mother, daughter, father, son, whatever the case may be, teacher, pet, listen, any relationship is the point that I'm trying to share. It's very important for you to be very honest about how you're feeling. But in order for you to be very honest with other people, you have to first learn how to be honest with yourself. Listen, having poor IQ becomes a big deal as you're trying to grow in life, as you're trying to grow in your career or grow your business not focusing on developing your emotional intelligence will show back up and create setbacks for you. You'll struggle with tasks, managing stress, adapting to change, working with others, all the things. You want to be careful of who you surround yourself with. Absolutely, like no bad vibes for real. But listen, separate from that, you want to make sure you understand that without working on these things, it's going to become problematic. I'll give an example of me working as a director of operations uh, in Tampa a few years back. I had a situation where we had like a water leakage that came out of like a plumbing area out of the bathroom. I had patients all in the building. The owner of the actual practice, his wife was actually in the building while all of this was happening. I was able to stop all of the interactions that was happening with patients shut everything down, have the doctors see the last set of patients, let the patients that were in the lobby know that we're going to have to reschedule their appointment, all while keeping the staff quiet and calm, keeping the patients quiet and calm, the doctors quiet and calm, to where at the end, the doctor's wife came back and shared, Hazel, I was in the building while all of this chaos was happening I did not know something so traumatic and problematic was happening in the building. You really did a great job as a leader handling this situation because I could have easily been like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Who are we going to call? Oh my God, I wasn't born for this. What's going on? This is a problem. The devil's on me. Listen, sorry, (laughs) because people react like that. For me, it was, okay, we got a problem. 
what steps do I need to take to create a solution for this? How do I do it in a way that's very poised, doesn't mess up our reputation as a business, doesn't cause the doctors or the patients to become frantic? Because as a leader, if you escalate the situation by overreacting and not controlling your emotions, it is downhill from there. The managers that reported up to me would have been, oh my God, Hazel, I don't know what to do. Are you serious? You don't know what to do? I don't know what to do. The staff that report to them, oh my God, the managers don't know what to do. They're so incompetent. Like I could do their job. They don't even know how to do their job. This is a mess. Now the patients are here. Listen, a whole lot comes out of not knowing how to handle your emotions. And this is not just in the workplace. This is in your everyday life. Something that I heard years ago is you control the temperature in your home. You control the temperature in your life. If it's 120 degrees and I wake up at 150, honey, it is not safe inside or outside. So I'm creating an atmosphere in my home for my husband, for my kids, for my family that's toxic. They don't even want to be there. And I've created it. And then I could easily say, why are they acting funny with me? No one loves me. All of the work that I've done and all of the support that I've given and look how they're acting. But how did I create that situation? What is it that I've done that has created that toxicity in my home? You have to look at that. You created it in your mind. You created it in your life. You created it in your career. You created it in your business. And it could be a creation that's great. And it's very possible that some things you may need to work on. So think to yourself, like, what are the things that I need to work on for me that's going to help me evolve, help me become a better person? Like, it's important to sit with pen and paper and to sit with yourself to be mindful and figure out like what areas about your life you're not happy in, how you could better show up. It takes work, but you owe it to yourself to show up for yourself. You owe it to yourself to do that self-work, to figure out how you can close the gaps in your life that's causing you to not be emotionally intelligent. Some ways that you can actually improve your EQ is making sure that you do normal things like sleep, create boundaries. Ask for help when you need it. Like no one is a psychic. Ask for help. Improve your time management. Listen, sometimes you got too many things on your plate or you don't have enough things on your plate. I'm going to go ahead and sit in that for a minute. When you have too many things on your plate, you could have anxiety. You could have just an overall paralyzed feeling of frustration. Too little things on your plate. You might be depressed because you know you could be doing more. You may feel like, oh my God, I'm stagnant in life and I know that I'm built for greater things. And it causes you to play around in your head because you don't have enough on your plate, honey. Ain't nothing like a day off and you have nothing to do, not a TV to watch, not a nothing to do. And all you could do is sit down and feel sorry for yourself because we could always be doing more. Always. It don't matter who you see and how advanced it is that they seem like they are. Trust me, they were birthed to do more. So there's always more work to do. Just take a step back. Oftentimes, a lot of the things that are happening, like a lot of the anger is unnecessary. A lot of the frustrations is unnecessary. If you don't know what's triggering you, then you really need to take a step back and figure out why this is bothering you, why you're allowing it to bother you, why you keep letting the same types of trends and situations replay because one thing I learned early on in life and in my career specifically, that if you don't learn from a situation, honey, that situation going to show back right up. Hello, you didn't learn from me. Time to do it again. Oh, you didn't like this boss? Guess what? You got another boss that's just like this. 
Oh, you didn't like this friend? Oh, this, this friend's just like this. Oh, you didn't like this? Listen, I'm back. You got to heal from things. If you don't heal from whatever it is that you're going through and you don't learn what it is that's triggering you and you don't become emotionally intelligent enough to handle a situation and heal from a situation, it will show back up. Hello, I'm back. Time to learn. Thought I was done. Mm -mm, you can't fail something and think you're going to move on to the next. Rewind. You got to go back to it. You got to pass. Know what you think this is? Listen, all jokes aside, poor EQ really leads to mental health issues like depression, anxiety, low self-esteem, inability to handle criticism and failure. Instead of realizing that within every situation, you have the opportunity to improve. Just be careful with the words that you use around relationship management, because saying trigger words like, I don't care, it's your fault, I told you so, like those are triggers. You create problems within your own relationships in your own atmosphere. So just be careful and really ask yourself, like, what area do I need to work on? The last one that I'm going to leave you with is motivation. That is another category within emotional intelligence. And that's whether your motivation is intrinsic, if it comes from within, or if it's extrinsic, it comes from outside. Purpose, passion, self-improvement, personal growth, challenges in terms of improving and seeing how you can challenge yourself to improve. That is intrinsic motivation. Oftentimes, and I'm not bashing it, I'm just, um, my motivation is intrinsic, so I could only speak to that. And so no judgment here, but a lot of times when your motivation is more extrinsic, like you're looking for validation, you're looking for reward, monetary gains, attention, all the things that is going to make it hard for you when you think of emotional intelligent perspective, as well as being able to garden that sowing of seed and having to be out there gardening and adding that water and watching it grow and pulling out the weeds. Like that work can be a lot. When it gets hard, how are you going to handle that? When it gets hard, it's like, I don't even have time for this. I can't be bothered with this. This is difficult. It is so important to make sure you're grounded within yourself and you understand that whatever it is that you're doing, there's some purpose tied to it, right? There's some value tied with it. There's some hard work that is tied to it. So that as you're going through the motions, showing up strong from an emotional intelligence perspective and feeling happy about the life that you're living, it is easier to do it because you are showing up for you in a way that makes the most sense to you. Money's always going to be important. Don't get me wrong. Listen, I want to be a millionaire like yesterday, but not because of the attention not because of how it will look, not because of the reward, just because of the ability to actually live through life and not have to worry about how things are going to get paid. But for me, purpose is very important. Making sure I challenge myself is very important. So you really have to ask yourself, like, what is important to you? How do I move on from here, become a better person and work on myself so that I can get to the next level. This self-work is really a game changer in terms of how you show up for yourself is how you'll show up in the world. It's your season to reap what you have sown. In order to reap what you have sown, you got to sow something. You got to go ahead and apply that pressure, put in that effort to elevate your EQ, to personally develop, to get to the next level and to become your best self. Let's grow and let's go. Definitely follow me if you're not already. Rate this episode. I want to know the thoughts. Like, what are you working on? I want to make sure we're pouring in so that we can all rise and grow together. Let's go. Let's get it. We hope you caught all those gems. 
So here for all of it. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a gem. Write a review so that we know to keep bringing you episodes like this. And check us out online at itsthehumanexperience.com to keep up with us. Keep growing and glowing. Catch you on the next episode.